Welcome back to the Law of One series, episode nine. In this episode, I'd like to take a deep dive into what fourth density consciousness is, since this is the most relevant information for our planet at this time. As discussed in many previous episodes, all of us alive today are witnessing a very pivotal event in Earth's history, which is our planet's graduation from a third density vibration into a fourth density vibration. Now, a density refers to the amount of light contained within any particular dimension. The more light that there is, the more information there is. The more information, the more ability for consciousness to express itself. So as our planet gradually continues to make this transition out of a third density vibration and into the fourth, the entire planet, including plant and animal life, as well as human consciousness, will begin to reflect a fourth density vibration. So it's very helpful to know exactly what that looks like. The fourth density is the density of love, and it corresponds to the green ray chakra of the heart. Love is literally the recognition of oneness. So until you've achieved this level of self-realization, no virtue is truly genuine yet. When you know beyond any shadow of a doubt that the same life that flows through you flows through everything, then the love for yourself becomes the love for all, naturally and effortlessly. And this is fourth density consciousness. Ra explains that the green ray chakra is the gateway to the upper three chakras and the bridge between the lower three chakras. Ra calls it the springboard energy center. Without the green ray being open, the adept has no ability to access the blue, indigo, or violet ray chakras, or to access any of the powers contained within them. So an open heart is the key to all abilities in consciousness. And there's very good reason for this. So let's take a closer look at what the raw material has to say about it. As the law of one states, all of creation is one. Because of this, the entry into fourth density consciousness is the awareness of perfect oneness, to see all others as yourself, and to love and treat them exactly as you would treat yourself. This is the golden rule, as taught by Christ, who is a fourth density wanderer himself. So what we can expect to see on our planet as time goes on is more awareness and outcry for injustice, for those who suffer and starve, for standing against corruption and equal rights for all. These are all signs of humanity's shift out of a third density consciousness and into the fourth. We're only at the beginning stages of this now, and we have a long way to go. Ra estimates that this transition will take between 100 to 700 years. But what a completely polarized fourth density consciousness looks like is what we call enlightenment. Enlightenment is not some magical state that only a few people achieve, but it is simply the next phase of the evolution of human consciousness. So you can look at some of the truly enlightened masters alive today, such as Eckhart Tolle, Byron Katie, Muji, and Rupert Spira, and imagine how the world will look once everyone dwells in this state of consciousness. The reason that enlightenment is fourth density consciousness is because the enlightened mind sees all things as themselves. 
They do not see distinctions or differences any longer, knowing that all is the one Creator. Therefore, without the belief in separation, psychological suffering becomes impossible. And as the Buddha famously said, enlightenment is the end of suffering. So we are currently evolving out of egoic consciousness, which served us well in third density, but becomes completely useless and irrelevant in the fourth density. Ra gives an explanation of what a positively polarized fourth density planet looks like, but when we describe the nature of oneness, we can only describe it in the negative. To try and speak of what oneness is invariably leads to distortions. So Ra speaks of fourth density in this way in session 16, question number 50. I am Ra. We ask you to consider as we speak that there are no words for positively describing fourth density. We can only explain what is not and approximate what is. Beyond fourth density, our ability grows more limited still until we become without words. That which fourth density is not, it is not of words unless chosen. It is not of heavy chemical vehicles for body complex activities. It is not of disharmony within self. It is not of disharmony within peoples. It is not within limits of possibility to cause disharmony in any way. Approximations of positive statements. It is a plane of a type of bipedal vehicle which is much denser and more full of life. It is a plane wherein one is aware of the thoughts of other selves. It is a plane where one is aware of the vibrations of other selves. It is a plane of compassion and understanding of the sorrows of third density. It is a plane striving towards wisdom or light. It is a plane wherein individual differences are pronounced, although automatically harmonized by group consensus. So Ra explains that the fourth density is a kind of heaven compared to the third density, primarily because it is the density of love. So as Ra explains, there's essentially no more suffering in the fourth density. The third density, which we still experience now, is the most difficult of all the densities in terms of the amount of catalyst that's available here. Catalyst meaning challenges and difficulties that allow us to grow. Ra actually says that there's about a hundred times more catalyst here than in any other density, just to put that in perspective for you. So we have a lot to look forward to because the fourth density is also what we refer to as Christ consciousness, as Christ was truly the perfect example of a positive fourth density being. Christ incarnated here to bring the message of fourth density oneness to a very broken and separated third density planet at the time. Christ's message of love and oneness was ultimately too much for the third density minds of that time to handle. Saying things like, whoever has seen me has seen the Father, and I and my Father are one, was considered blasphemy to the religion of the day that thought itself to be separate from God. So, how do we achieve a fourth density consciousness of oneness with the Creator in this lifetime? What kind of practices can we take up? Luckily for us, Ra gives us a good amount of advice on this. For myself personally, I can attest that spending time every day when you're out in the world, seeing other people as simply yourself in another body will do you wonders for opening your heart to the world and universal love. 
Now, I'm still on this journey, of course, but after spending just a year or so of doing this practice daily, I've begun to naturally feel a sense of oneness with people that I meet, whether they're a stranger or a friend. And so seeing other people as an extension of yourself does wonders for your peace of mind and your reactivity in difficult situations. You can't truly serve other people unless you see them as an extension of you. As Christ famously said, when you have done it unto the least of these, you have done it unto me. So sometimes people think of the service to others path as one where we simply become pushovers and lay down for other people and don't consider ourselves at all anymore. So if somebody wants to steal my lunch money, I just say, well, I'm service to others, so here you go, take my money and you know, you can beat me up if you want, I'm not gonna react. <laughs> but this is obviously not a correct understanding of what serving others means. Oneness means that others are no less the creator than I am, but they are no more the creator than I am either. So I treat others exactly how I would want to be treated. So if somebody treats me how I wouldn't want to be treated, then I speak my truth and I stand up for myself in a compassionate manner. In one example of this, Don asks Ra what the appropriate response would be to a person who is starving and says, I would assume that the appropriate response would be to teach them the law of one. And Ra says, this is incorrect. To one who is starving, the appropriate response is the feeding of the body. Meaning, hey, if you were starving to death, would you crack open a book and read the law of one, or would you feed yourself? When we consider others exactly as ourselves, the correct responses just become intuitive for us. You don't have to follow rules or dogmas or a religion to know what's right. You simply follow your heart. So let's take a look now at how Ra says that we can begin to achieve fourth density consciousness. In Carla's channelings of the Quo group, a group which contains Ra's social memory complex, they explain that there are two chambers of the heart, which they call the outer courtyard and the inner sanctum of the heart. We begin opening the heart chakra by doing shadow work, cleaning out the unhealed wounds of our past and bringing our pain into the light. A quote from the Quo group, channeled in January of 2006 says, The heart chakra has two distinct levels. We would call them the outer courtyard of the heart and the inner sanctum of the heart. You come into the outer courtyard of your own heart when you are ready at last to face your shadow self. Whatever you have not yet recognized or developed within your personality meets you in the courtyard of the open heart. It is here that you will find your shadow self. In order to enter the inner sanctum of your own heart, you must do the work of greeting, understanding, accepting, feeling compassion for, and eventually redeeming every bit of undeveloped light that is a part of yourself. Ra explains that acceptance of self is key to unblocking the green ray and therefore opening the channel to the blue, indigo, and violet rays as well. To accept yourself as the creator, you must also accept all others as the creator. If you try to accept yourself as the creator, but still judge others as being separate from you, your green ray will remain blocked. So when asked in session 10 for helpful exercises to accelerate this transition, Ra says, I am Ra. Exercise one. 
This is the most nearly centered and usable within your illusion complex. The moment contains love. That is the lesson slash goal of this illusion or density. The exercise is to consciously seek that love in awareness and understanding. Exercise 2. The universe is one being. When a mind-body-spirit complex views another mind-body-spirit complex, see the creator. This is a helpful exercise. Exercise 3. Gaze within a mirror. See the creator. Exercise 4. Gaze at the creation which lies about the mind-body-spirit complex of each entity. See the creator. The foundation or prerequisite of these exercises is a predilection towards what may be called meditation, contemplation, or prayer. With this attitude, these exercises can be processed. Without it, the data will not sink down into the roots of the tree of mind, thus enabling and ennobling the body and touching the spirit. So opening the green ray is simple in theory, but it requires constant and relentless practice to recondition the mind from its old third density conditioning of separation. So spend time every day seeking for what the most loving response is in any situation, the most loving to yourself and to the other person. When you see other people, Practice not seeing them as separate bodies, but see them as the creator, indwelling and disguising itself in a body. Can you accept those people who annoy you or try to manipulate you and hold them in honor at the soul level? This is fourth density consciousness. When you look in a mirror, practice looking past the outer appearance of the body and see the source of life within it, the one infinite creator, and know yourself to be that. This is fourth density consciousness. A practice that I also find to be very helpful is to constantly see my life as a dream that I'm having, that I am the supreme reality, dreaming of this world and this body, and therefore everything that I see is also a projection of myself. See all of creation as an expression of your infinite self and see each moment as a new and fresh realization of your own being. These are some of the practices you can begin doing right now to open your heart and begin raising your consciousness to a fourth density vibration. And when you do that, you also help to raise the planetary vibration as well. And so this is why personal development and spiritual growth is the number one most important service that you can offer to the world. When you heal yourself, you heal the planet because you are the planet. We are all extensions of the logos of Mother Gaia. She is in the fourth density right now, giving all of us her fourth density light that our eyes might be opened to the unity and oneness of all things. So, in closing, I'll leave you, as always, with one final quote from Ra. Questioner. First, we are now in the fourth density. Will the effects of fourth density increase in the next 30 years? 
Will we see more changes in our environment and our effect upon our environment? I am Ra. The fourth density is a vibrational spectrum. Your time-space continuum has spiraled your planetary sphere and your what we would call galaxy, what you call star, into this vibration. This will cause the planetary sphere itself to electromagnetically realign its vortices of reception to the in-streaming of cosmic forces expressing themselves as vibrational webs so that the Earth will be thus fourth density magnetized. You will find a sharp increase in the number of people, as we call mind-body-spirit complexes, whose vibrational potentials include the potential for fourth vibrational distortions. Thus, there will seem to be, shall we say, a new breed. These are those incarnating for fourth density work.